When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey, coffee drinkers. Are you tired of the same old morning routine? Well, check out the Roaster's Choice subscription from kingscoastcoffee.com. The Roaster's Choice is an ever-changing, fresh new take on coffee. It's a great way to try some of the most diverse and exotic offerings from around the coffee world. So head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com and shake up the way you wake up. Hey, coffee drinkers, are you tired of the same old morning routine? Well, check out the Roaster's Choice subscription from kingscoastcoffee.com. The Roaster's Choice is an ever-changing, fresh new take on coffee. It's a great way to try some of the most diverse and exotic offerings from around the coffee world. So head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com and shake up the way you wake up. Welcome in to episode six of Coffee and Shell. I am your host, Cameron No Sleeves Halbert, joined by my co-host, Kesso Paguni. Kesso, my man, how is your weekend? How have you been so far since the last episode? Hey, since the last episode, I actually uh, just wrapped up my bachelor party weekend. Um, was a lot of fun. Uh, we uh, we went to the Football Hall of Fame. Actually, by the way, I'm going to preface this in saying I'm the most boring person in the world, so I just did, like, things I wanted to do. So uh, we went to, like, the Football Hall of Fame on Friday, uh, went out to, like, a couple, like, nice dinners and stuff, um, got really good seats for the Penguins game on Saturday, uh, and just had, like, a really nice weekend. I have some great friends, um, good family members, so I had a great weekend. All right, let me ask you this. So I have had a bachelor party as well. How many people were at yours? Um, the groomsmen party. So it was myself and then the five groomsmen. So three of my so best friends. Yeah. yeah, my brother and then my future brother-in-law. Okay, so quite a few. Okay, we have we have about the same uh, same size uh, wedding party, it seems. Um, okay, all right. So you kept it tame. Obviously, the brother-in-law's there. Couldn't get too wild. <laughs> yeah, he's very, uh, he's very uh, different in terms of he wanted to get, like, you know, messed up and stuff. And, like, <laughs> me and my friends just aren't like that. Fair enough. Um, so, like, I had to, like, you know, reel him in just a little bit. I my, Dude, mine was a whole weird dynamic because I have, like, two buddies that are very reserved and then, like, three that are just not that at all. And it ended up – and I ended up having a blast on my, uh, my bachelor party weekend. But nonetheless, okay. Well, I'm, you know, I'm happy you had a great weekend. I also completely forgot that it was your bachelor party weekend. I guess I'm an awful host or co-host. Uh, Terrible but, friend. Yeah, yeah that's okay. not good at all. That's on me. Um, you know, let me ask you this. Did you get your champs games in? Um, <laughs> um, I actually did. I no, actually, no, 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 no. Do you want to know how? Okay, before we get out. into this episode, before we get, yeah. before we get in this, I, uh, I had off for like Thursday, Friday. And then I have off tomorrow, actually, which is Monday. We record on Sunday nights. Okay. And um, I was able to get a ton done on on Thursday. Okay. Um, with all those issues you going on. You went into on. the war, huh? You went, <laughs> I was you, like, you know what? I don't care if I get the losses, whatever. And I got I mean, most of them done, you know. The record doesn't mean anything anyways. It doesn't mean <laughs> that's, anything, that's right? That's all other issue I got. Yeah, and then, and I finished my last few today. Uh, I got home, you know, we watched some football today, and then I just relaxed, played my last few games, and I got them done. Well, fair enough. I'm, I'm happy for you. I got uh, I streamed this morning for four hours, and I just needed my nine wins so I could get my 89 Jonathan Dolan. And after my nine wins, I left four games on the table because I didn't care. All right. So this week, probably as I have been a full-time uh, content creator, basically with just NHL, 
uh, for two years now, and this was probably the worst or lowest that I've felt in terms of just my job. And I guess that's like an overall thought on what's happening. But uh, for anyone that doesn't know, let's just break down what happened. I mean, anyone listening to this definitely knows, but... So we got a patch, and it had a ton of things in it that looked to be pretty promising. A lot of it was really wordy. Like, it looked like Ben wrote a lot of, like, the, the, the technical things, you know what I mean? Like, some of the lines of, like, what the AI was going to be changed to do and things like that. I really couldn't understand what, what it meant, and I just... I had no idea what, like, 90% of it meant. Yeah, like, <laughs> it felt like Ben was explaining because he's very technical. And a lot of it was geared towards World of Shell, which is fine and nothing new. Uh, but there was some good changes, like a goalie interference was being fixed. That was a big issue in my, uh, from from my uh, my point of view. Also, it looked like they were upping penalties, although, again, it was worded awful or just worded very complicated um, in terms of tripping penalties by, you know, hitting our what or our, our B, because that was a big hot topic that po-checking is just being super spammed. Uh, and then just a lot of other fixes. So... You can't, uh, at face value, it's, you know, we got a patch last year. We didn't get one. I actually don't think we got one, right? Like not literally not one patch. I don't that, remember getting one. I don't even remember. And that sounds really so like, dumb to say. Like, I feel like, like tuners. that's impossible. Did we, get, did we get gameplay tuners last year? I, I do not think we got one thing that changed the gameplay at all. Like, obviously, What was very got, interesting, though, is there were some, like, glitch goals that, that were out the whole year that we oh, didn't. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't, like, one tuner. Was, yeah. I think I think that there was literally no now obviously someone could fact check us on that but I'm almost positive that there was things that like did like jerseys and like fixing some of the auction house stuff or world of shell things like that but there was nothing that actually impacted gameplay and this had quite a few lines of you know things that were changing in gameplay so all fine and dandy that comes out on Thursday I believe uh, yeah at, Thursday at, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, okay, right in the middle of, you know, when Hut Champ starts, which, again, is fine. You know, that's when they want to release it instead of just, you know, like what normal gigantic companies do at, like, 5 in the morning when no one's playing. But, hey, they release this thing. And I've got to say, I don't remember a time in which EA has released a patch or tuner that has bricked the game so full scale than it did with this one so I'm going to let you talk first because, again, this is my job, so I'm probably a little bit more fired up. But overall, <laughs> like, your experience and just thoughts on what took place on Thursday. So to say, yeah, I mean, I know you're fired up. I'm fired up myself. Listen, I was looking in the mirror. I was slapping myself in the face before this podcast started, like like Ray Lewis before a playoff game in 2002, okay? So, so I don't remember a time ever where where something has come out for this game where it's completely no modes were playable as far as literally every mode every mode right so even offline even offline even offline Um, offline hut sorry offline yeah yeah Yeah. so so you mentioned that last year we we didn't have a patch right yeah so unfortunately with nhl 22 a patch was absolutely necessary we knew we needed a face value yeah just 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 because (laughs) this is the I mean, just because there are there are a lot of things, minor things that were broken in the game. Mm-hmm. So we knew we needed a patch. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's auction the house things that don't work, goalie interference. Um, there's a lot of like just small issues yeah. that compounded on top of each other makes NHL 22 a very buggy game. Mm-hmm. So I expected a patch. What I was just completely flabbergasted about was the fact that this can come out in very basic things that I would assume would show up in qa testing i'm guessing uh got through for this patch so i like i said i was off on on thursday so i'm like you know what i'm gonna play my hut champs games i can get them all knocked out in like five to six hours um patch comes out if you score a goal there's about a 10 percent chance that the game bugs out during the celebration and you have a classic freeze off let's 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 pretend like 10 percent okay Sure. Let's say they tried, you know, eight, nine games and they didn't have any issues with it. What I'm stunned about is that when you went in to World of Chell, <laughs> like the menu was scuffed. Like I didn't right see from- that one because I never go in there, but I did hear about it. So what but, happened? Like, so like you, you went into World of Chell and it was like the background image was like stuck on there and you like couldn't do anything. And I'm just like, I don't know. Again, we don't get to test the patches. And again, we, you know, uh, as... 
And I'm not paid to. That's no, the thing. exactly, I'm not paid exactly. To. We're not paid to exactly as game changer. We're not paid to, and not to mention they would probably ha- it'd be more difficult. So let me explain the patch process for anyone that doesn't know, because it's not an easy thing. Basically, what happens is they compile all of the fixes and whatnot. They have to submit it to Sony and Xbox for approval. I'm assuming it just to make sure that it's at least the file is somewhat in uh, sort of some sort of parameters. Again, I have no idea when it comes to coding or gaming. It gets approved and then it goes through. So it's not like they just drag and drop this file and then it's good to go. So it goes through an approval process to make sure it works. Sony and, and Xbox, from my understanding, greenlight it, and then it goes. Like, I, I just don't get how... It, it's... The, I don't know, man. Like, this is... <laughs> this is... So, like, like, I've said... So when we, got, when we got word that there was a patch coming, uh, we did not find out until you guys found out. We did not find that a patch was coming about a day before, literally, I think it was a day before, maybe two days before, I said on stream, man, the game, there's issues with the game. The goalies can't cover the puck sometimes. Anything in tight is just a mess and usually ends up in the net. The goalie interference thing is completely scuffed. You run into the goalie, it doesn't get called goalie interference. And, you know, there's auction house things, like you can't even choose handedness, even though like that's still not a thing. Um, but, like, things like that. Like, there's just issues that, like, just do not make sense and need to be patched. I was like, man, I... I have every every single patch from my from my recollection since I have been a game changer has never come without its faults, whether it be the gameplay is just significantly worse or it breaks something else. And this one was just like the epitome of it because you got into freeze offs during hut champs and the community that has never played NA or MLB, they did not know what they were in for. I mean, as we record this on Sunday night, there is a 55 hour freeze off going on currently in hut champs. My man Soto is still streaming it because it, whoever leaves first gets the L and in MLB, this is nothing new. This has been going on for years. It's a desync. This is just what happens. So they, they, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, it didn't get fixed, so they're gone for the weekend. Like, let me tell you, man, these guys work... Like, I don't know if there is a sector of the tech industry that works harder than video game developers at, at any point because they are probably the most overworked people in the tech industry. Like, it's disgusting the amount of hours they have to work to get the game to get a game out, nevertheless, a yearly release game out. So, like... No, that's completely true, though, because, like, yeah. I've had some coworkers and stuff that have kids that, like, they like video games. And yep. they talk to me because they know I, I like video games, right? And they're like, yep. oh, my son wants to get into, like, this thing. I'm like, make sure wow. he thinks about it. Make yeah. sure he really thinks about it. Is he ready to work 80 hours a, a week for 30K mm-hmm. starting out to, you know, just get complained at? You know, like, ah, th- really think about it. It is tough. So... I knew that because this game because this game is not playable, guys, like it, literally you could not go into a hut champs or rivals or offline hut challenge without the chance of causing this desync issue where you saw the pump it up, just the the boys on the bench, which your clip killed me, bro. Like CJ sent it to me while I was streaming, and bro, I haven't laughed that hard in quite some time. Like that I, I was... just had no idea how to react to that. I think it was by that point I was just like almost speechless, but you yeah. know, I was like, I'm just gonna enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, so I knew they'd be working, like, around the clock on the weekend. And sure enough, Saturday, a fix comes out, and here we are. So the first issue is that now we have freeze-offs on Thursday. Things are broken. It's a probably the worst state. I, I, is that safe to say? Like, in the last five years, has there been a worse time? Like, there's been bugs in NHL, no matter what. There's been lots of them. But has there ever been something like that? There has never been a time where I don't. I think it was just like impossible to play, you break right? Break the mode, yeah, like the entire. Yeah, we've we've had times where like you know whenever things were on peer to peer servers and hot champs where people would like boot people and stuff mm-hmm. like, but it, the, the game was still playable. Yeah, but we had what two days where the game was just unplayable. Squad battles you couldn't play. Like it was it was yeah. literally like it was just a mess. So they can't fix it on Thursday night, and Friday comes, and everyone knows that there's still an event coming. So at least. You know, Hut's not playable, but hey, you know what? Here comes an event. And, you know, at least an event is exciting. You know, it's probably the best time in Hockey Ultimate Team, and we'll get into that, I'm sure, in just a little bit because there isn't very much to get excited about. But a new event's coming. They don't say anything. Nothing happens. 4.57. And I've got almost 1,000 people in my stream. We're all ready for the new event to see what it is. They come out and say, hey, we're going to postpone the event. Now, I think you agree with me. Correct move. 
hundred percent. I was yeah. a little disappointed to see some of the animosity from people. I get why yeah. people were angry at EA just over mm-hmm. the, you know, just due to the obviousness of it. Yeah. But I think they made the right move. If they did release that event and people well, could buy pat like buy the new, the optics, new packs or whatever, uh, it'd be terrible. So I, it was the right move, but I don't want to give them credit for something for for doing the right thing. You know, like I, I think no. they had to do that. Absolutely, yeah, they definitely had to do it, and it was not communicated until three minutes before the actual event was out. Again, and I here is my issue so far with NHL, and again, I have a different perspective because this is my job. Selfishly, I want the game to be amazing, not just because you know I want everyone to have the best possible game possible as a game changer. The better the game, the better my job is. The better numbers I get. So like, uh, no matter what, I will always be fighting and an advocate for a better game, selfishly. But there's also part of me is why I'm a game changer, which is why you're a game changer. You want just the game to be better overall, which exactly. is our responsibility. I mean, yeah, I'm in a different spot from you, like right? Mm-hmm. Like this isn't my this isn't my job. This yep. is a hobby I care about. I want a good game to be out. That's exactly. all I care about. I want to exactly. enjoy it whenever I play. Yep, same. Like, so different motives, but the same result. We both want like the same thing, and it is. Every single time there is a patch, a new game, a beta, a marketing release, there is an issue. And I'm not talking like once in a while, man. I am talking like almost every single thing about NHL 22. I'm talking about when they released the 50 X Factors. There was player names wrong. There was X Factors on the cards wrong. There was Mark andre Fleury listed as a Pittsburgh Penguin. Like... Uh, there's typos every every event Dude, there's typos every event mind-boggling and, and then like this you know what i mean and it's just you know like my my biggest issue with nhl right now man is that there has just been zero like again hockey ultimate team is what i play i don't really play world of Chell anymore so like that's a complete other thing and i think that for the most part they have they focus on world of Chell far more than they do hockey ultimate team from my experience so far as a game changer and just as a consumer you can see it like world of Chell year over year changes pretty drastically whether it's good or bad it, it just it changes a lot hockey ultimate team does not change and it has not changed for the last three almost four games and i'm at a point now where like it again it kind of got to a boiling point because of this patch where like now when you have an issue like this it like just blows up and magnifies everything like every issue going on in the game and I think that, you know, we've got a platform here to just discuss, and maybe this will be therapeutic for us, just discuss, like, the issues that we have with it and what we want to see fixed in the future. Because, you know, the the patch did, the fix did come out for the patch, and for the most part, I was able to play Hot Champs today, and it was fine. I didn't get into desync, although they just turned off goal celebrations, What is what seems okay. to be the fix. Uh, uh, yes, so I was so confused because, like, whenever I played my games... Mm-hmm. Like I ended a game in overtime and it just like panned to the crowd yep. and like somebody was cheering, but it was like that for like 10 seconds. Yep. And that was it. So that is that the fix, I guess? Yeah. So it's, it's a workaround, not a fix, but it at okay. least allows the play. It, it puts a band aid on a giant wound, I guess would be like the best way to describe it, which is fine. That's what they have to do. At like, least they, we can play the game. Exactly. That needs to be said. This is a triple A game. Not, it's not an indie company. This is, this is EA sports. Like forget about the EA NHL being like a smaller division of EA sports. Like I'm sure that there is people well above that were like, what the hell is happening here, right? That went in and were like, you guys need to fix this. And they found a way to fix it. So props to them. It was very quick, I'm sure. It was not easy. And, you know, here we are. We're, we're left, and hopefully over the next week or so, we'll get another patch that smooths things out and gives us uh. everything else and, and all of that. So let's let's discuss HUT as a whole. Also, I guess we should talk about the event. So the event was delayed. That got announced. That event was delayed. From my understanding, this is going to be released on Tuesday. I would guess the recording Sunday night. It wasn't out. I would guess Monday at noon or Monday at five would be when I would think that the the event comes out. So it's weird because there's been there hasn't been communication on it. Just a delay, right? It, it and 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 one thing just while we're on this topic yeah, of yeah. of this whole patch and, and what's been going on before we before we move into overall hot discussion is that. There wasn't really any communication, and, and I wasn't looking too much this weekend, but I'm assuming any communication on, like, is Hot Champs going to be delayed? Is it going to be extended? Um, 
Will there be any sort of, you know, compensation for players just, you know, having to quit out of games? Like, was there any of that? So there wasn't. And maybe I guess we can touch on this before we get into, like, the overall mode and whatnot. It appears to me, again, EA Sports is not a small company. They cannot, they cannot, like, EA NHL, like, I don't want to say there's, like, a legal team, but there's a marketing team, a very large one, and posting things and making promises and then going back on them is far worse for ea than not saying anything and then saying here's the fix right so they because they can't get caught promising something and and whatnot before so it, it appears to me that ea nhl at least no matter what will never come up with a uh, resolution and then tweet it out as fast as they can and then work towards delivering on that resolution they fix everything and then make sure that all the fires are out and then say, hey, here's what you get. So we don't get any communication. I think that is something that has been boiling over in the NHL community for a long time. There is just such a lack of transparency. And I think it's also frustrating because the you know MLB is what is what every sports game gets compared against. And SDS tweets out constantly when there's issues, like multiple times in a day about what they're doing and what's fixing and you know, like, and, uh, like what? So what I find so frustrating about that mm-hmm. is it, it's not like EA Sports, uh, you know, the NHL team doesn't have the people in place to communicate. You know what I mean? Like, so we we have Clappy as the community manager, who I believe he he streamed prior, right? Isn't his involvement with the community is what allowed him to to do or get his job? So like, he is somebody that was in the community that knows the community. He can communicate very well. Let him EA Sports. Let him do his job, right? Yeah, I, um, I think that a lot of people that flame, that blast on Clappy because he is the community manager. Uh, you have to understand that he has bosses. Like he cannot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, if he is not, he, I, I guarantee you, he can't you, do what he wants to do. Yeah, I'm assuming. I guarantee you. Because, you know, like, even just, uh, again, I'm not going to, like, break NDA or anything like that, but I know that there's times where he would love to be transparent or say, hey, this is what what's going on, but he literally can't because it, it's, again, like, he can't say something that is not able to be delivered, and there's just tons of working parts, and I think that's a problem overall with the game industry, I don't know, or with EA in general, but it's very, very difficult, and it it just leads to a just a brutal, brutal point on the on the community and it i don't i don't i feel for everyone involved the developers you know the consumers especially because we pay for a game and we're just not getting it and you know clappy as well man like uh clappy means well like he does not want to sit there and just get absolutely flamed on twitter day in day out and he can't do anything about it you know what i mean so i just want i don't want people to be like you know clappy needs to go like it doesn't matter who's in there because i guarantee you clappy's not being like you know Let's just not say anything. Clappy's <laughs> not sit, sitting there twiddling his thumbs, right? Like he probably no. he probably wants to do something. It's exactly. it's, a gi- it's a giant corporation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a giant corporation. Things have exactly. to get approved, whatever. So, I, I get it. I get it. I don't know what we were moving on to next. I think it's just frustration here. <laughs> yeah, it's just overall, and then that's just kind of. And what sucks, guys, is this is probably a pretty negative episode. So, like, I do apologize for you, but maybe this is what everyone needs. Again, this is kind of therapeutic for me and Kesso. But let's just talk about hockey ultimate team in general, and let's get our let's get our thoughts on the mode. So, I went on like an hour long rant on Thursday before all of this happened. Like, so or maybe it was Wednesday night about my issues with hockey ultimate team and that the over overarching or overarching thing that I have the theme that I have seen and what has been kind of my thesis on what's going on with NHL is that the time input in the game does not equal rewards given. So the amount of time that you put into invest into the game does not come anywhere close to the rewards that you are given in any mode in hockey ultimate team. So again, that's my huge issue. Like, do you agree or disagree? Uh, whenever I saw, I, I agree. Um, and, and I agree just because like a lot of these issues don't impact me just because how I play the game. Yep. But whenever I saw like the hut rush rewards, that whole entire issue last oh. week, I, I was angry, not for me, but just on behalf of all the people that it's like, I want to play the game in a fun way. And then I, I, I play hut rush for three, four hours, whatever it is. And I am rewarded with my time for, with 750 coins. Right, like that—that that is a slap in the face, in my opinion, to the consumer player. 
So, okay, so I, I guess we can start with, with with that Hut Rush thing, the 750 coins. So, as you know, we got to test Hut Rush before it came out. Like it was, it was like we got to be the the, the guinea pigs for it, and mm-hmm. it was always, uh, you know, kind of described to us as a mode that is not meant to be competitive, and it shouldn't be, and it's supposed to be fun, and which it is for the most part. the The problem is, is that Hut has not evolved at all. In fact, it has lost things to do over the last three years so all that we're left with one of the modes is hut rush and if we can't get rewards that we deem to be worth our time in the other modes and there just isn't a lot of variety of things to do you're gonna start all right hut rush is there so like you put in it and you go and now we play hut rush the problem with that is that there is no like it is not meant to be a competitive mode so the rewards are not these crazy good rewards what you see like you're never going to get ultimate packs at a hut rush but at some point i think you might have to like i think we should because there's just not anything to do there's nothing to do see the thing is like last year we did get like an icon collectible or something mm-hmm. you know like there were good rewards in hut rush Mm-hmm. This year, it's it's like five step back, five steps backwards. All right, guys. So I don't know if there was a little bit of a technical issue, but we're talking about squad battles. So if you want to play forty squad battle games in a week, that is thirteen hours that you are going to spend, and you are going to guarantee yourself at least a, if you play forty, you'll get into the elite section, which means that you're looking at about you know fifteen or you know like fifteen thousand coins and a couple of decent packs. Now, if you don't pull any of those packs that's an l that's huge like in total you're probably getting about 40k maybe maybe a value 40k for 13 hours that you put into the game maybe and that's just not acceptable in my opinion that's that's awful and that's the only thing for offline players and then rivals is 50 games so if you play you know 50 games times 20 that's a thousand minutes you know like that we're we're looking at about 16 hours so you're talking about 30 hours if you finish all your rivals games and all your squad battles games, thirty hours. How many times do you think that you have gotten something, even a master set item, or or anything like that? All right, so like I, I'm not sure on that one. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. What For some hap- reason, oh, yeah. you know what? I think I'm hitting uh, when I hit like minus or whatnot when I'm doing the calculator oh okay okay all right max and it yo yo we gotta start okay okay yeah we're gonna do this again i won't hit it again because i know the math now okay 20 27 27 30 this is a mess i hope they can get it done yeah all right all right so like here's the thing if you play squad battles 30 like your your 40 games or 38 games right that's about 13 hours and you'll you won't get top 100 unless you grind it out and like you are one of the best so if you don't get top 100 in the elite section like, you're looking at about, you know, that's like 15,000 coins and like a couple of decent packs. You're looking at probably about 30K in value. 30K if you don't pull anything. And now let's talk about rivals. That's 16 hours, 50 games at 20 minutes roughly. That's that's 30 hours total. And all you've gotten is a bunch of packs. So, like, there's a real strong chance that you don't even get 100K in value. You've put 30 hours into the game. And how much of that is you having fun and not you just trying to get to the reward tier. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. That, first off, you just saying that that 30-hour mark just sounds excruciating. Got, like, I, I do this for a living, guys. That's and a I, job. That hurt me, that yeah. You might just, you know what, step away. Go get a job <laughs> at Taco Bell. Like, it, it, is, it is, is staggering to me. Like, you could play that. Like, if you did that for two weeks, you can... There's a very strong chance you can't even make the best master item that's out. Like, yeah. that, that's mind-boggling to me. Now, obviously, if you get a good pull, that changes everything. But it's all luck. It's all random. There's no guaranteed rewards, which is another giant issue inside of Hockey Ultimate Team. There is just no direct path to get guaranteed rewards other than what they've added to Hut Champs. And what they did with Hut Champs, I thought, was very good from the sense that it, it now uh, promotes everyone playing Hut Champs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been a big fan of what they did there. But like, just touching back on what you just mentioned, my, my issue with that is just it's promoting engagement for the sake of engagement yep. and not for enjoyment. Yeah, it's, you know? it's getting like, you to log in and play the game, but not because you want to have fun with it. It's like a free-to-play mobile game almost. Yeah. You, know? it's, mm-hmm. you might as well be playing Farmville. Yep. Okay, it's, um, it's tough, man. Yeah, so like... 
looking at that though, there, there's some things that I'm just like, I'm, I'm surprised, but I guess I'm not surprised, which haven't been implemented into the modes to at least add some enjoyment. So whenever you mention the squad battles and, and playing those games, right, those like 40 games or whatever it is, why why hasn't there been a way to like, if you reach your, your you know, your max points, the game ends, right? If you get like five goals and 20 shots, like there's like a mercy roll against the AI or something, right? So mm-hmm. that would at least make it, I think, a little bit more enjoyable because it's like, oh, if I can get, you know, score yeah. these amount of goals, I can make the computer, you know, quit or whatever. Yeah. And instead of being the 13 hours it is maybe it's four hours if you get really good there's like pr- that promoted growth yeah. within the mode that would be so i never even heard of that as an like as an idea that's really good dude and rivals sleeves talk to me about rivals because i think the last i want to say since rivals has been introduced there's been a lot of negativity from the community um because it's just promoting you to play the 15 games there, I think there's a lot of issues in Rivals, so I want to hear... Yeah, the 50 games, right? So, yeah. like, what's your opinion right now on Rivals? I know you don't like it, but, like, is there anything you would change in the near future, in the immediate future, to maybe put a Band-Aid on it until they can revisit it, maybe in NHL 23? Uh, so I remember when Rivals became a thing, and I don't remember if it was halfway through NHL 18 or the beginning of 19. I don't remember which game it was. They all kind of blend together for me for the most part. Um, I remember when it came out, I actually really enjoyed it because they kill. It's it's funny. It's like they put modes out to pasture. So I do you remember all, like, online seasons? I believe NHL 18 was the last year. You if you won Div One title, you got a gold collectible. And yes. that so that that was a good reward for the time input and the grind of getting a Div One title because that wasn't always easy for everybody. But Rivals was not skill-based matchmaking. It was sort of, but it wasn't nearly as tight as what Rivals is. Rivals is designed to make you go 500. Like, that's just what it is. And in online seasons, you got a guaranteed reward of a gold collectible at the end of it. And I was like, okay, Rivals makes sense because they took away... When Rivals came out the online seasons, they took away the gold collectible reward at finishing Division 1 in online seasons. So there was no point in playing online seasons just like what they did to um draft champs i remember nhl 17 you could get that willie mitchell and that uh, i think ray emery really yep. good cards by grinding draft champs and then the very next year they removed any sort of good reward no one played it and the mode was removed same thing happened with online seasons and okay sure you want to you want to change things and you want to focus and have the community driven to a new mode sure i completely understand that rivals has not changed since it's come in it has not innovated. It has not improved. There is literally nothing different than from the first time that you got it on NHL 19, and that's it. It's the only mode to play, man. It, it, is, it is staggering to me because the only way that you can play NHL Hockey Ultimate Team with your team against another player that is against another person is Rivals. That is it. The, mm-hmm. It blows my mind. There is only one mode. Rush, you're drafting your own small team, and it's like arcade. Squad battles is all offline. Hut, hut challenges all offline, and you don't. Like, it, like, it blows my mind that there is not something else to do. And rivals is such a buzzsaw because once you hit your plateau, unless you sit down, watch your gameplay, study, you know, my or people's YouTube channel. Like if you if you you know if you watch if you found me on YouTube, it's probably because you wanted to learn how to get better at the game. And that's great and fine. But like that that is the only way to move up in rivals. And it's just like, dude, after three years, man, it's like why why are we not seeing an improvement or innovation at all? Like and I don't know how you feel about it, but the rewards don't match it at all. And they're really scuffed because now you have people in division one and two just falling back to division four because the reward tiers are very very similar and there's no point in just grinding against people that are in division one and two when you could just fall to division four and get basically the same rewards they've they've ruined any like desire i've had to play during the week with Mm -hmm. with how they've handled rivals Mm -hmm. so my biggest issue with rivals is that i can't play those 50 games i just can't Mm -hmm. i with my schedule whatever right so i'm good enough to get into division one Mm -hmm. um but because the people that are in division one are the more hardcore players they're all going to play the 50 games Mm -hmm. and they're going to get ultimate or whatever the top reward is and with the limit i can play 
I'm lucky to get gold every week, right? So yep. I will never have the chance to get the higher rewards. But honestly, it doesn't really even matter that much because the reward structure just isn't even that great, right? Nope. It's all packs, so not guaranteed. It's all packs unless you take the coin option, right? You can take the coin option. True, not fun, um, but yep. And there's no, my, my thing is like, there's no social atmosphere to it. Nope. No. I am a, I, I grew up playing, you know, versus leaderboards. Mm -hmm. That was fun to me. I didn't have to play a lot, but like I could grind the leaderboards. You recognize people, you see people on the leaderboards. I remember yep. NHL 08 was the first NHL game I played hardcore. And, um, you would match up with somebody and you'd be like, oh, that guy's ranked like number 30 or whatever. It's like, yep. oh, it's a big game. I know that guy. I see his record. I can go on the leaderboard. And in Ultimate Team, there is literally no leaderboard online unless unless you play Hot Champs on the weekend. And the fact that in 2021, you can play an online video game and there is not a leaderboard is just crazy to me. And with the way the mode is, you could do a lot of like interesting things with it, right? So like maybe I want to view the top 100 and I can see Eki's team because he's ranked number one. Mm -hmm. I can see Gren's team. Like I can view those things. Yep. I can see who they've played. I can see how they've done against people. There are so many great things you could do with a very simple leaderboard. And that's just like scratching the surface, you know? Like I just, I, I don't know what, what their goal is with, with this. It's not promoting like fun at all there's no community atmosphere i feel like i'm on an island whenever i'm playing rivals yep and it's, it's just lonely it's a lonely island you know it, not not the band but you know <laughs> dude here's my like during my rant and tirade about nhl the like, earlier in the week i i went and highlighted four things that were just like super alarming to me because the things that we're asking for leaderboard and rivals or an xp reward path or you know guaranteed rewards they're all in the game. I do not code a game. I do not pretend to think that developing and, and creating a game is easy. It is not. It is insanely difficult, and doing it yearly just seems psychotic to me. But here we are. The things to improve Hockey Ultimate Team are literally in the game already. They're not having to write things completely from the ground up, from my understanding, or at least from what it looks like. And maybe I'm wrong, but hey, I went and showed people. I'm like, why can Inversus have a leaderboard but rivals cannot rivals does not pull multiple different modes or like that it's literally the only mode that we play online like maybe the issue is like maybe it'll take your hut champs games as well okay like why why can it not go be why is it in versus and not in rivals it just it's so mind-boggling and i think that the developers don't realize how important a leaderboard would be there is no reason to win like, the only time when I'm streaming that I really care about... Well, first of all, like, the only time, the only reason that I care about winning, first of all, is I don't like losing. No one does. But if I do, it's like, ugh, all right, he got double the rival's points because I still get rewarded for losing. You know? And I think that's another issue. Like, they're just rewarding everyone, you know, even if you lose, which is, like... A, and, and the structure of the rewards itself is, is poor, like, in terms of the rival's points because yeah. it's like to get max points you have to get five goals right why why is that a thing why, when I, why, beat why was the arbitrary why? number yeah. selected as five yeah i am so sick of you know i'm winning a game like six to three or something and the guy wants me to pull my goalie so he can yep. get two goals to get this extra 100 points and rivals <laughs> it's a terrible format it makes no sense like it's just copy and paste from squad battles yep like it's 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 just so my like if you're in division one and i win a game somehow like, I, I'm not going to win by four. Like, why is a 2-1 win against one of the best players in the world not as... Like, why is it... You know what I mean? Like, it's just... it's That's frustrating. And then my other problem, like... Okay, so a lot of people say, like, they compare MLB and NHL. And MLB has a reward path, like progression, where any XP that you get playing the game adds up, and you, collectively you get guaranteed rewards that you can see. It's a great system because, again, it just rewards playing the game as a whole. Like, you can get it from doing multiple things. And it's like, man, that'd be super difficult to implement in NHL. That is all Hut Rush is. Hut Rush is literally an XP path in Hockey Ultimate Team. Why can hey, that not just be extrapolated? Dude, it's why, in Madden. Bro, why can that not be extrapolated? And be like, okay, we play squad battles, rivals, all these other modes inside of Hockey Ultimate Team. Why can't we just get guaranteed rewards? You can make it monthly or seasonal, like you have your seasonal reward things now, or even just tied to the event. 
It's like, man, do you know how many people would grind all modes just to get that XP path done? And at least we'd get guaranteed rewards and be hyped. But it's like, nope, gotta make sure that it's only in Rush. And then because it's only in Rush and that's not a competitive mode, it's like, rewards can't be good. Because then we'd have teams that are just super loaded and everyone would complain about everyone having super teams. I'm not going to lie, man. That argument made sense to me in the beginning, but they've done such a good job at, like, capping and making sure that the overalls don't explode anymore by either making speed go up by 0.5 or whatnot. Why can't everyone just have, like, a 90 overall team? And what I, is I think the they did a good. I think they did a good enough job in designing the gameplay itself this yeah. year where you would see some different teams. Yeah, it's like not the same yeah. as it was in like NHL 18, where it's like, uh, just you know, 99 Everyone had the same players. icon. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just it's just so mind. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So in NHL 19, if you finished all of the milestones, okay, like 500 online wins, it got you Terry Sawchuk, and that was an awful card. But like all of them had a specific icon tiered to it, and it's like now you get packs. <laughs> like, oh my like, sleeves! I so. I'm mostly disappointed that the the objectives itself they they haven't really changed in years. They've gone backwards. I don't know when the last time that they've changed, but I remember playing like the the first HUD I played um, was like NHL 11, right? But like like actually like hardcore the past few years was whenever GWC was implement or whenever GWC yeah, was ran through Ultimate Team. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start playing NHL 19 Ultimate Team. The uh, the objectives are the exact same. Mm-hmm. They haven't changed. And there's so many cool things you could do with them. Why is it? Why is it win 500 games? What about what if I want to score 100, you know, uh, one-handed goals, right? And that could be a Peter Forsberg reward at the end of the year. There's Bru- so many specific <laughs> things you can do in hockey that would make it way more immersive, way more things you could do, and then you could tailor the rewards so you you earn something related to the objective. Dude, you know what's wild? It's like yeah, but then they have to code something in that tracks all that. That's in Hot Rush. That's in Hot Rush. Like, it's literally kind of. in it Hockey Ultimate Team. It doesn't, it doesn't work, work all the time. But the basics do, like passing yeah. and one-timers and spinoramas. Like, it's just... 50 one-timer goals. Give me an 87 overall Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah. Like, it, and it's like the argument would be like, okay, now everyone has an 87 overall card in the game. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now instead of using 82 overall Timo Meyer, everyone has an 87 overall Ovechkin or an 87 overall... Elias Pettersson or some other card like the uh, it'd be a choice pack it's just like it, it seems to me that they're so scared of everyone having a really good team but your cap your ceiling makes it so that you can't have a I have the best team in the game but like I can almost say that there's maybe there's less than five people in the entire console or even in the entire world that has a better team than me and that, I don't think that's an exaggeration like because I there's other than I have Nathan McKinnon I just need his x-factor I have mm-hmm. Mario, I have Gretzky, I have all of that. And I'm not beating anyone better than me for the most part. Like, if I match up against you, I lost 2 nothing, And my team is better than yours, not by a lot, but my team is better than yours, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I just do not get the fear, because that's what it is. It's like the fear of having everyone have good cards, then, you know, then you get all, then the complaints would be everyone has a god squad. But, dude... If everyone can acquire them by just playing the game, bro, everyone could have a god squad. And like I said, I don't think giving out a card. So the milestones, what we started talking about, where the issue was is that every month, remember how the seasonal rewards it was like monthly, and you yep. got a you got a monthly icon every single time if you logged in enough. And that was amazing that they gave us away a free card because it was a free good card every month. But the issue was that by January, everyone had the same team. But if you gave the option of allowing people to choose between six different, one for each position, man, like, they've done such a good job of balancing cards and making choices difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and not only that, but if, if it's like that, you know, same thing, that same choice every month, right, like between six mm-hmm. different cards. But if there's other paths, too, within the objectives or anywhere else, mm-hmm. there'd be more than enough cards to choose from where everybody yeah. wouldn't have the same team. Plus, you have all the other events and cards that come out, you know? People would have more flexibility. There's a business and marketing and analytics side to this, and I know that there's some sort of algorithm that, you know, they can only have X amount. You know, if, like, they release this card, then, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it doesn't match the time input, man. Like, it doesn't anymore. And it's a, like, then that's not even touching on the on the blanket plus one system that they have when a card does something. We've touched on this before. Like, like twice, why, yeah. <laughs> dude, like, it's just, it, it, it's just... There's an insane lack of innovation in NHL, 
and because of maybe the maybe because of the patch and the launch so far this year it's been pretty brutal that like it's all just being like man i'm just exhausted from from the game like let it, me throw it, something at you though real quick yeah, yeah. okay let me let, mm-hmm. tell me if this is if this is reasonable to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um for the average person winning 500 online games is probably tough right online games it's a, a huge time commitment i mean like let's let's pretend that like say you're in division 10 right rivals yeah. is de- is is dedicated or the skill based matchmaking is de- designed to make you go 500 win one lose one yes, yes. So, so let's say it's a thousand games like let's say a you thousand just games out, yeah you win 500 games mm-hmm. your reward for doing that is a jumbo elite pack and a jumbo jumbo nhl players pack untradeable after winning 500 online games it's just that does not sound reasonable to me it's not it, it, like so now that there's no hype to winning your 500th game you're just hitting Y. You're literally just hitting Y. Collecting all the packs or whatever the milestone was and then opening them up, man. It's all just about opening packs. But, like, I don't care about about packs, man. I want to open up. I want to I wanna win 30 games out of my 50 in Rivals and sweat it out and get 30 wins in whatever division I'm in to get a... You know what's amazing is like okay, but can they make it so that each division has a guaranteed card reward? Like how difficult would that be? Since there's no leaderboard, okay, why not just give us collectibles like what they're doing in Hut Champs? Why isn't that in Squad Battles? Why isn't that in Rivals? Like why isn't there guaranteed cards that we can go and choose to put our collectibles in to make by grinding these modes out? If you want to have the Hut Champs, you know what I mean. Like if you want to have the Hut Champs cards, you still have to play Hut Champs. And it's like, I won nine games this week, and I didn't care. Again, they've ruined the, they, they didn't ruin it, but they've they've made it just like rivals, where winning means a lot less. Because yeah. if you can't get top 100, nine wins gets you four, and, ele- and uh, I think 11 wins gets you five, 13 wins still gets you five. It's like, so why why do I need to keep winning? You know, because like, there's, no, there's no rank. You don't see your leaderboard. So you don't you don't see any of that. So it's just I I don't know, man. Like I don't I don't understand. I I just I I think that there's there's fixes in the game that are just in the game already. And they really need to rethink things. I really hope there's there's some discussions going on behind yeah. the scenes where and and I don't think it's that I don't I'm not blaming the current developers or whatever. I, I think it's something that's top down at EA, mm-hmm. but whatever internal metrics they're using. It mm-hmm. just doesn't value the players the like fun factor, you know, no. it, it, and, and the time commitment. It just doesn't. Something drastically needs to change. Like, and what I, would you know, consider fun? Like, you know, so I love strategy sleeves. Same. I love strategy. I love team building. And it really bugs me that there is no real, like, fair, even playing field mode in Ultimate Team. And what I mean by that is, like, MLB. And even Madden, right? So MLB, you have the Battle Royale where I think you draft a team. You draft a correct? team and it's basically, yeah, it's, it's very it, even because it's you know, yeah. the capita, yeah. Yeah, so you have that. And then Madden, you have, a, you have a salary cap mode. And then you also have a draft champions mode, which I know that was in NHL. But let's be honest, they kept that thing on life support, kind of, and then they pulled the plug. Yep. That wasn't given the actual attention it needed. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see some sort of what would be fun to me is a, a team building you know, mode or a draft champions mode or something like that where everybody's on an even playing field and it's just, it'd be about winning. It'd be about, you know, whatever. I don't care, but that would be fun to me. The I would like to see. The rewards have to match yeah. it though. The rewards have to match it. Sure. If they could put, they could put Battle Royale into NHL and have the same, the same exact thing and I would have a blast. The community would have a blast. It'd be great content for content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, right now, it's just about logging on and playing the game. It's not about chores, having fun. Chores, man. It's doing your weekly chores. Yeah. It's sad, man, because I, you know what I mean? Like, I think the most fun that I have now is doing franchise mode, because at least it has some, like, some engagement to it. I just, yeah. I think the gameplay is actually pretty decent. Low-key, which is the hardest thing. The gameplay is good, in my opinion. But once again, another year goes by where the modes themselves don't support the gameplay. They're empty. Yeah. There's nothing to do, man. Like, and I don't... I My problem is, is like, okay, we've complained about this, like, that that there's no rewards and, like, the mode is whatever. I have no faith it'll change, bro. I have have no faith. Like, it is... is, I used to be the... You know, when I got on the Game Changer program that, like, I have this, like, wide-eyed, like... EA, you know, like they're, you know, I see all the work they do. 
Like, it is not like they don't do work. It, it's just time, you know? And that always goes back to, like, what if they took a year off? Dude, if they took... Bro, the amount of people that flamed because they couldn't play Hut Champs on a weekend... <laughs> imagine they delayed the game for a year. Yeah. Like, I, there is no way that that can happen. They're just stuck in a cycle that's like... No, they there will never be a biannual or whatever release of an EA Sports sports game. No, because it make, you know, that's, that's a gigantic hit on the market line too like you, there's a business aspect to it right like it's just tough yeah. man i mean i mean it's it's a dark time as a creator and just a player in, in, if you play hockey ultimate team and uh you know maybe things get fixed and you know there's, there's stuff that comes down the pipe that but i don't have any faith that it'll will and it, it's that's that sucks on like i said earlier man like this is the first time where i felt like i just have to go and do my job <laughs> and i did not become a you know creator to just go to work playing video games because i could just do that at my old nine to five on a computer watching netflix yeah <laughs> like, the one thing i do hope to see at least continue so like you have you have a spot where it's like it doesn't help you to be critical of ea because it, it is your job it, mm -hmm. it benefits it benefits you if there's a good game so i i really hope to see as long as people stay respectful i want people to you know stay on ea yes. like demand a better game stay respectful yeah. you know i i think we do a good job and maybe I'm tooting yeah. my own horn, but I think we do a good job of at least providing constructive criticism. I think that's criticism. what makes a game changer. A game changer yeah. to speak with these people. Like, they're human beings. Like, the, yeah. the people that utter death threats on Twitter, you guys are idiots. Like, if you were listening to this <laughs> yeah, you really and you are. tweeted out that you hope, they hope they get injured or, or or you call them horrible names and whatever, be better. Like, just be a better human being. Like, that that's yeah. so psychotic to me. But Demand anyway, a better game, but be nice. Yeah. They're, they're, these people are people behind. Like, yeah. Ben Ross... Goes, you think Ben you know, wants he goes to, you know, home wants to, to his family every game? night. Yeah, yeah like, he goes home to his family every night. He's a yeah, good guy. Exactly. Clappy, I've never really met Clappy or interacted too much, but I'm assuming he's a good guy from what I've heard. Same thing with like Nicholas and stuff. Like yeah. these are all guys that are just going about their day trying to do whatever. Demand a better game from EA, but like just stay respectful. And it, it's tough because like there's no other competition. So like we're still going to buy the game. Which I think is just a, you know, that's just an issue with sports in general. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. I think the first thing, first thing you're going to see is uh, PGA. The, the PGA EA game got delayed, and it's going to go up against this, the college football game and Madden, and that's real tough. And then it's got to compete against 2K, and that'll be the first time in a long time that we've got EA going up against a, a another franchise and you know like we'll see how ea treats P the masters because they've they can't got, be they lazy. got blown out of the water the last time they went up against another franchise and that was an nba nba yep they just got absolutely shredded and that was the first i think that might be the first l they've taken in quite some time in it terms was of so like, bad that it's like hey we're just not going to make the game yeah and like that that what that's what all that's what it'll take like you know what i mean like they just yeah it was, it was a bad game and people did not show out for it so anyways yeah. all right that's a lot of negativity and I'm, I'm sad about it and whatnot and again I, I i just want the game to be better and in a better place but nonetheless let's uh let's take some questions from uh from our uh twitter feed guys i posted on twitter uh at no sleeves gaming um just uh i posted our, our question thread tonight so these are all questions from there if you want uh you know if you want questions answered make sure you follow me uh, or keso at keso paguni and uh we'll be sure to try and answer your questions so uh you rattle off some questions and we'll see what we can answer here yeah, so we had a couple questions that were mostly under the same kind of uh, subject. Mm -hmm. um, somebody just mentioned they've been bouncing between Division 6 and 7 every game. Um, how do they get better, right? So we had another question. Somebody was like, how do I improve? So I'll start that off. Mm -hmm. um, my, my opinion, at least, on how to improve at the game is um, it's not about how much you play. It's like about the nope. effort you put in. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend is starting off is going to people like, I mean, my co-host here, Sleeves, right? He has a great <laughs> YouTube channel on how to improve at the game. But then there's also a lot of other like great content creators. Eki has a YouTube channel. Um, you know, all these people stream on Twitch. You can watch Gren, you can watch Josh, you can watch Eki on, on Twitch. And not about how they score the goals, but just focus on like what these players they're do in like the at. neutral zone and stuff and like mm -hmm. what they're seeing like um if you just watch that and then you know go back and maybe watch a game of yours you can kind of see the differences um One it's of... not it really isn't rocket science though like we all play the same game they might just be doing like a few small things differently NH what do you NHL think with rivals because it is the only mode you're playing uh and skill it's a hard skill-based matchmaking system meaning that like i said it's designed to make you go 500 win one lose one it is a lot like golf man like if you go and you smash a thousand balls at a driving range and you're you have an awful swing all you're doing is practicing your shitty swing 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, your form, you know what I mean? Like, your understanding of the game will get a little bit better, but you're really not going to improve all that much unless you change mechanically. Like, you have to change fundamentally how you play the game. And if you're in Division 6 or 7, like, honestly, the first thing that I would look at is if you go back and record your game, and you can do that on PlayStation by just hitting the share button and, and setting it to 60 minutes. Xbox, I don't think it's as long, but if you, you know, if you record your gameplay, don't watch a goal that you've given up. Go back 30 seconds and see where you turned over the puck. Because that's what everyone sees. They everyone sees the garbage, you know, the the garbage goal that ends up getting through the goaltender. But that's not where the goal started. And I think that that's what a lot of people need to realize. But honestly, it's stop looking at the player with the puck. It's just like real life. Head up. Like start when you're carrying the puck. Stop being so tunnel visioned about the player right in front of you and start looking for passing lanes. And once you start doing that, you'll have a lot better understanding. The other thing is understand what behind the net and the behind the net strategy actually does and how to use it well. I have a video that'll walk you through it. Um, but yeah, like you, you need to understand what the strategies actually are, and what you're trying to do. Once you have a, a strategy and you know how to execute it, once you're in the zone, you're not just looking for whatever, hopefully that a one timer will open up and, and you can score, but like you fundamentally, you need to change. Like it will not improve by just playing the game. Yep. All right. I'm going to move on to the next question. Maze asked, asked the question tonight. Um, uh, Maze, thank you for listening. You're one of the best guys in the community. He is. Um, so he says, I don't know if you guys can answer the question, but why can't the developers of the game leak or have a short preview of the event before it launches to increase the hype around it more? It's getting leaked anyways, and in my opinion, it would benefit everybody if this happened. So I know in the past they've done some sorts of previews for events, but it's not really consistent, right? Um, I wanted to touch on this a little bit earlier, um, but we were just being negative, I guess. But I would like to see more... Uh, EA Sports NHL community streams. And what I mean by that is like, I would like to see uh, EA host some things on, on Twitch, right? Get get some of the community members involved, um, sort of like MLB and, and Madden do, where it's like if a new event's coming out, maybe they tease it a little bit, but maybe they have a stream where like Sleeves is like, you know, on the EA Sports stream talking about the new event or whoever else. Um, Sleeves, did you have any uh, comments on, on why they can't, you know, show things before? Uh, there just seems to be no hype around hockey ultimate team man I unless it's unless it actually in, in involves a nhl thing so like team of the year involves nhl players so there's a lot of marketing behind that and they put a big em emphasis on it i don't understand why they can't you know dude all they have to do is take a picture of like a player in a jersey what mlb does and it's like, who's it going to be? What's the new event? Or just even leak the event. I, I think it has because they're scared of what happens with the market. Like, yeah. they think that, oh, this event's going to be a banger, so the market just goes and absolutely gets shredded. So That's what? just because of the poor structure of, like, every event's the same, yep. right? So, like, I, I from yeah, now I, until I the know. end of the year, all I know is keep 86 overalls yep. or whatever because you can sell them for 40K each. Yeah, so, uh. It, it's, like, I don't know why there is no hype with Hockey Ultimate Team, man. It is not the focused mode in NHL, and but it for it is the most engaged mode. It is the most watched. It is the most engaging mode on social media, but it is not the most played mode inside the actual video game. That's World of Chell, but no one wants to watch World of Chell. Like on a, you know what I mean? Like no one wants to watch a drop-in unless the creator is very, very entertaining. Like shout out to like Terry O., and the guys that do that because that they're amazing creators but like no one wants to just watch sixes mm -hmm. unless it's like an esports event but hockey ultimate team there's just so much more aspect team building market strategies you're you're just 1v1 in general but like they don't want to promote it it's like they know it's going to be the most engaging and they don't really have to put a lot of effort into it or something i don't know i have no idea it's a, they're missing a gigantic marketing thing unless they just assume that all the replies are going to be brutal which is mostly what happens when ea sports tweets but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on to the next question, uh, Denvi33 asked, with a lot of us using collectibles for the icon choice pack and not knowing who we will get, which middle tier icons would you look at for any team? Do you have anybody that you've been using like in terms of like middle tier icons? <laughs> I mean, I have Mario and Gretzky. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Uh, for the layman. Paul, would you consider Paul Coffey one? I would consider like that 84 to 86 overall range. Probably one okay, of them. So the here's the issue with icons guys it is a better system than the bronze silver gold because that was a predictive and then lame because they did it like in portions and it just it, it was not i like the idea it was better than what they did before but it just whatever and the new system by going up plus one ever one overall every month is a makes it easy um you know again it's just <laughs> the 
the lack of the lack of uh, you know innovation just everything gets a plus one except speed so if you want to just go and look at the icons that have speed and think about it because if I've used this as an example. Brian Leach gets up to a 92 overall by the end of the year. He's going to have 87 speed, guys. At that point in the year, even right now, he's already been left behind. So he, you cannot use him without just getting absolutely torched by having him. You're at a far bigger competitive advantage. If you're asking which one should we target, I would have to assume you're trying to give yourself an advantage. The only ones, man, like I'm actually almost not recommending people do that. If you've been at it so far for a month, you might actually have enough time. Because again, guys, when does the season end? Like my favorite question is, you know, when does the when does the season event end? And I'm like, you know, the end of the season? Like <laughs> <laughs> so like the winter? So you have until December twenty first. So do the math if you can actually acquire it and do the X Factor thing twice and try to get McDavid or McKinnon. And yeah. if you've already got those two Man, like I'm almost at the point where like 85 plus might be better because if you don't get Mario, Gretzky, Coffee, Messier, maybe a few others, like Solani's pretty good because he's got speed. Gartner's not bad. Like there's 60, there's over 60 guys, and you get one in five. So do do the math there. It's not. It's not be, looking good. It is not looking good. The only ones, guys, in that middle tier, again, I'm not going to give you, you know, like Solani and Gartner would be my my off the off the top, but, like, just go and look at, you know, speed. That's what it really recommends down to because everything goes up by plus one except speeds by 0.5. So that means that sometimes you'll have to go two months before he gets a one in speed, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm anti-icon this year, so. They're great card art. Yeah, they look great. Mm -hmm. And I like that they upgrade. Like, that's that's cool, but I hate that you pay for it. Yeah yeah um we will do one more okay. um there was one more i liked so what affects ice time in game sometimes my third pair plays 10 minutes and other times less than five so the reason i like this question is because this touches on another uh thing that annoys me in the game mm -hmm. uh, might as well keep yeah so right now uh line changes are automatic right mm -hmm. so even if you have it on manual it doesn't matter. The AI will decide when it's best to, to change the lines. Sometimes it's just broken. So no matter what, um, if, if you have, you know, if your line, uh, line one is like red, it'll go to the next line. Um, it'll go to the line two. They're green. It'll put them out. Sometimes it's broken. There are times whenever I play a game where even if I click on all change four line, yellow. <laughs> all four yellow, yeah, and it's like it's just gonna leave that first line out there for some reason. I see a Vetchkin. He does. Do you remember? Do you remember the classic Alex Kovalev shift where he was out there for eight minutes? I actually do. Yes. Yes. So for some reason, my AI decides to do that like once a game, um, and I'll have like a Vetchkin out there or Crosby or something, and they just refuse to go for a change. Mm -hmm. So why sometimes does your third pair play ten minutes and other times less than five? I think it's completely random at times. I think sometimes the line changes are broken and they don't work. Uh, sleeves, I don't know if you have anything different to add literally, to that. It literally cost me a game in Hut Champs. Again, I didn't really care because I was just going to nine wins. But I was, uh, I, I, my third line, I have a stacked team. But for what, I'm I'm so out on Pekka as a team builder, by the way, guys. Don't do the Atlantic Division. He's an awful card. Anyways, Pekka, Danfus, who I actually don't mind. And I think the other one was Barzal was my other one. Uh, I literally could not get them to change. And I skated back in my zone, changed. It would not change. And I got the puck. And because they were zero energy, I just got caught immediately. Like, they just stole the puck from me. I couldn't get back. And I got scored on in the third period, late in the third period. Like, it just, it is another broken aspect of the game, unfortunately. It seems very random. I wish that if it was manual, when it's set to manual, they literally just do not change. Like, I would rather that. I would you love know? to see that. I would yeah. love to see if like my line's tired. I because manual the puck in. manual is not manual. It's hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. I've, it's I've wild. Been, and it's weird. I've I've been asking for that change. Right. Not that I. Not that my opinion matters. But like, that's something I've wanted to see in the game for since I started in NHL 08, and it, mm -hmm. it's never been added. It's one mm -hmm. of those things that's just baffling that has not been addressed. It is. Uh, yeah. It is. It is awfully odd to me, man. Yeah. Well. All right. Tonight, today's uh, episode was very negative, and we apologize, but we had to air out some some dirty laundry there as we have we went through a real dark week in NHL, and maybe hopefully things get better. Honestly, maybe they do. The new event that it's probably already well, it's definitely already out by the time you're listening to this, and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be discussing that on next week's episode. 
Uh, Keso, where can where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, uh, Keso underscore Paguni. Twitch, Keso underscore Paguni. And then uh, YouTube, Keso Paguni Gaming. You will probably see me uh, shifting to more marketplace uh, content. It seems like, you know, the game's been dry. Maybe I just focus on the auction house from now on. I don't know. As- has been more fun. Uh, I will say this, guys. If you want to help us with the podcast, thank you for everyone that has listened. Please retweet when retweet and like the tweet about the post of it that we post about it being released because it really helps get some more exposure on it. The views have been crazy already. It's been it's been a blast. And uh, yeah, guys, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.